The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Famous three threes and a nine. No sight, sound, nor any sign of them on uh, the RTE main evening news last night. Uh, Due to rolling news coverage of President Biden's historic visit to Ireland, uh, the Angelus was not broadcast on RTE 1 on Wednesday evening. This is what RTE said in a statement to us earlier today. The Angelus is continually available on RTE Player to stream at any time. And it's also broadcast daily on RTE Radio 1. Despite uh, the fact that it does not look to be a a permanent decision uh, or a new position from RTE, there are those today who have asked whether the Angelus uh, should return in a secular society. Is it right that it is broadcast on the um, state's main uh, broadcaster, the national broadcaster, the public broadcaster every evening in so prominent a position? Gillian Brennan is the CEO of the Humanist Association of Ireland and she's with me here in studio. Gillian, it's good to see you. Do you think RTE should just scrap it now for good? Yes, I do. So um, as the CEO of the Humanist Association of Ireland, we believe that um, the Angelus as a religious symbol has no place in a modern democratic republic. I mean, if we look back to um, the history of the Angelus, so it was in 1949 when Leon O'Brien, who was the secretary of the Department of Post and Telegraphs at the time, um, in in correspondence with Archbishop McQuaid, um, they originally wanted to have the spoken Angelus on RTE and eventually settled on the ringing of the bells. But if you look at, at that time when it commence. The first ringing was in 1950. Ireland was a very different landscape at the time. Um, the, the, um, the Catholic Church permeated our entire society. So moving on to 2023, you would say Ireland is a much more diverse society now um, and a much more secular society. And we believe that playing the Angelus twice on the radio and once on the television every day, it doesn't speak to the diversity of our society in modern times. And it's now the opportunity. Seize the opportunity. They didn't do it last night, so get rid of it altogether. Yes, I would think so. I suppose that's um, a big move for RTE to have decided that. I know sometimes there can be a lot of uh, pressure brought to bear to comply with something that's been in situ for many decades. Um, I think, you know, I suppose they moved in, I think it was 2009, to remove the religious iconography um, from the TV broadcast so that now is more reflective of, um, you know, people maybe communing with nature or things like that. I mean, if RTE wishes to have um, a moment of reflection, perhaps they could replace the ringing of the church bells maybe with some nice music in the background but really you know is that minute required at all but we would say if, if they want to have it as, as a moment of reflection mm. then replace the sound which clearly is religious symbolism Yeah uh, quite a few people actually have made that point in the text line on 087 1400 106 I should say if, if people have a view and they want to share it lots of people seem to have a view on the Angelus whether it, it should be kept or whether it should go and a few like I say have suggested listen if we want a moment of mindfulness play a bit of Irish music or something contemplative or reflective and let people uh, uh, have a moment to themselves but get rid of the religious element that's not the exclusive view there's plenty of people who are supportive of the Angelus Ronan Mullen the independent senator is with us as well Uh, Senator you're welcome to the show do you think RTE should scrap the Angelus? Uh, I don't uh, Kieran. and I think most people don't actually there was a survey done I think it was an exit poll uh, that RTE did after the last uh, presidential election in 2018 and whether the Angelus should be got rid of and uh, 68% said keep it, and uh, 20, 21% I think said that, that, that it should go. 
Um, and I think that's, that it shows how sometimes societies change. Sometimes things change in dramatic. Sometimes things stay the same. And sometimes things change in order to stay the same. And there was an RTE executive who said, talking about the Angelus, to the person of faith, it's a moment of grace. To the person without faith, it's a moment of peace. Uh, what's not to like? And I think that captures something about our culture. I I don't like the idea of a secular culture, which basically is hostile to any kind of reference uh, to God or the, the sacred, and every mention is regarded as somehow offensive. I think most Irish people have come to a point that what they like is not secularism, but pluralism. The idea that all are welcome, that all get to have their moment. Mm. And let's say if you're not a fan of golf or if you're not a fan of horse racing, you don't have an objection to the fact that it's part of RTE's output as a state-funded broadcaster. The idea isn't to be always showing stuff that at least 51% of the population are interested in. The idea is to capture all segments of the market. There's undoubtedly people who, who find the Angelus inspiring. Obviously, it reflects that historic thing, as Gillian said. It's the Christian incarnation, a becoming man. For many, many people still in our society, that's a very important thing. It, it opens up all sorts of concepts like human rights and human dignity because we're made in God's image. But many people don't take that deep religious view, but still kind of like the... You know the way when you're coming through the airport and you see these uh, slogans that are distinctively Irish, like the mammy saying, you know, don't come running to me if you fall and break your leg. The Angelus has something of that now in, in, in Irish imagination for those of faith, but those of very little faith, or even those of no faith. I think there are many people what who about just people like though, it. It's part of the background of their lives. What about people of other faiths? You know, you mentioned kind of, if, if you're a person of faith, you know, it, it, it's this moment of grace. For, for people of no faith, it's a moment of kind of quiet contemplation. It would suggest that people of faith are people of Christian faith. There's people of all other faiths, Hindus and Muslims and Buddhists and Jews. The Angelus means that's, nothing that's, to them. That's a very good question. And, and I think, I remember a few years ago, there was a discussion about the Angelus and it was being presented in a very Catholic context in the way Gillian did there when she talked about you know, the, the strong Catholic figures who were very influential a number of decades ago that undoubtedly led to the Angelus being broadcast in the first mm. place. But I think it was the Church of Ireland Archbishop of Dublin, Walton MP at the time, who very generously said, you know, I just find this an opportunity just to stop and reflect a little bit, you know. And I suspect that if you uh, talk I'm not, to I'm not sure if another Christian faith or the, 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 is the strong argument you think it is. Well, I I'll mean, give you another example. Yeah. The, rabbi, the former chief rabbi of Britain, Jonathan Sachs, uh, who's dead, but he was one of the great kind of thinkers of our time, a great writer, he was opposed to the disestablishment of the Church of England because he took the view that what was the respect for religion generally contributed to the respect for the smaller religions as well. So I suspect now, and I could be wrong, but I suspect that many people of different faiths don't find the Angelus in any way negatively provocative because at the end of the day, it's the ringing of a bell and a call to prayer. Yeah. And as I said, there's people of no faith at all who wouldn't see themselves you know, as strongly as being people of faith who nonetheless like it as part of our tradition. There was a court case a number of years ago when the Italian government was charged uh, at European court level over the fact that there was crucifixes on the walls of uh, all the state schools. And they argued strongly, and the European court held with them, yeah, it's, if, if you see it as part of your culture, you're entitled to keep it. You know, even if for okay. people of all faiths and none. So, so this thing is a little bit more granular, a little bit more diverse, maybe. It, it's not a, well, this isn't about if you're for or against religion. 
This is yeah. about whether the Angelus is something distinctive to Irish culture now for people of faith and for let, others. Let me go back to Gillian on some of those points. Gillian, the, the first point that uh, Senator Mullen made on the exit poll, uh, there does seem to be a majority support for well, the Angelus. I would say the Angelus on TV, as it's currently um, broadcast, can be appealing, leaving aside the ringing of the church bells. The imagery on it is lovely and reflective of our Irish culture and heritage. I think the if if you were to replace that, for example, with music, as we've discussed, um, I wouldn't see an issue with it. And I wondered the people who were asked it, were they asked it specifically about um, the accompanying sound that goes with it or actually the moment uh, and the beautiful images that are now filmed as mm. part of it. Um, so I, I wouldn't, um, I would like to see what how valid that poll was in terms of how the question was framed. And I suppose that's perhaps the data that's missing um, in terms of what Senator Mullen has actually said there. Well, well I, I assume it was, uh, do you want the Angelus scrapped? Now, uh, oh, listen, but I, ta- I don't want to kind of get lost in the weeds on a polling question. I take your point. They might have, there might be people who would be supportive of it, but would also be supportive of getting rid of the bells and having other music is, is essentially the point you're yes, saying. Yes, yeah. and, and this was just to address something else that Senator Mullen said. In, t- in terms of uh, secularism in Irish society, um, it wouldn't be our view in the Humanist Association of Ireland that that is anti-religion because we are certainly not anti-religion. If somebody has a religion and they wish to practice it, we don't have an issue with that. I suppose it's asking for equal respect. Mm. Um, for people who are humanists and people who are are, are non-religious, is in there an argument though that it does form part of the cultural tapestry here? You know what I mean. And like it or not, despite the fact that you know the the number of Catholics or the percentage of the population that identifies Catholic is not what it once was, we're still culturally, you know, the inheritors of that that. Catholic tradition. Yes, and, and I suppose uh, last year when the census of population was carried out, I mean, we, we campaigned um, from an informational perspective to encourage people who were only identifying with the religion from a cultural perspective to perhaps just reflect on what that actually means in terms of the usage of that information and how the government actually um, use that data mm. uh, to implement things in our education system and our health system based on how people actually um, affiliate themselves to a religion. So we all know there are lots of people in Ireland who might tick the box on the census and say I'm a Catholic or I'm a Church of Ireland um, but in actual fact they may never darken the doors of a church so how they live their lives in reality may be far removed from that so I accept that people feel a cultural affiliation yeah. but you know 70 something years on that's not really a valid enough reason for saying we should keep it when you know clearly Ireland is becoming more secular and much more diverse and we must Why not? W- w- Why isn't it valid? Well, we must speak to all citizens equally and if you think RTE is funded by the taxpayer most of whom pay a licence fee so I think it's a really reasonable expectation that RTE should speak to all citizens. I'm not saying that they shouldn't have religious programming. I don't think it should take place, you know, twice a day on on the radio and our national airwaves and once a day on TV. I don't think that's appropriate in the 21st century in a modern democratic republic. Senator, what about that? You you can you, you can have a pluralist society that celebrates all religions. There can be plenty of religious programming on RTE. And you mentioned, you know, people who are not into horse racing and there's plenty of horse racing on RTE. Not sure is there much horse racing anymore at RTE. But anyway, th- th- I, I, uh, your point stands. Not enough, some would say. <laughs> um, your point stands. Um, that that uh, by having the Angelus uh, where it is, right at the front of the 6-1 News, I mean, it's it's implying that there's a hierarchy of religion in the country. You see, I, I don't hear the voices of other religions um, objecting to this at all. I, the voices you tend to hear are people who somehow in some way object to the visibility of religion in our society, or indeed in this case, I suppose, the audibility of it. Um, whereas what I come across constantly, and you know, I'm, 
a flawed Catholic, but and you know, I love my faith, and it's it's been a great thing in my life. But I loads of friends who who don't share my faith, but at some level they have an attachment to the things that they associate with the faith. You know, whether it's the people who might let's say not go to mass but go in and light a candle in the church, or somebody who will say when they have an exam coming up, would you say a prayer for me? And they actually mean it. You know, so it, it, so we need to be careful of just saying, of course, Ireland has changed and will mm. continue to change. But it actually doesn't mean that people have turned hostile to all references or, or reminders of our religious heritage. In many ways, in a very fragmented society, there's something reassuring about something like the Angelus because it's that we can actually come together around this regardless of where okay. we are on the plane of if, faith. And it's the kind of one of those things that, you know, I, I asked the young fella recently that I thought, say, you know, an apple a day, we we'll finished the sentence and he couldn't, you know, and I'm kind of wondering, are we moving into a state where everybody's watching different TV channels, we've got less cultural things to unite and bind us. For Irish people, the Angelus is part of the wallpaper and it yeah. needn't be offensive to people, I think. But what, 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 would the country and its people lose? In what way would it be worse off were we to change that wallpaper? Well, look, it isn't the most important change that we would ever make if we did make it, okay? Yeah, you don't hear a tone of panic and urgency in my voice, I hope. But I would say, and I would advocate, that for me personally, as, a, as, a, as I say, as a struggling Christian, I, I think that Christianity has given a huge amount to our civilization that half of most of us never think about over 1,500 years, the origin of concepts like human rights, equality, you know, the great movements against slavery started, you know, among, you know, the evangelicals. There's, Christianity, I believe, has been a very good thing in our world. And I think in some sense that, 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 that sense of faith, that hint of faith, is something that I personally value that comes from the Angelus. I say equally, um, for other people who maybe don't share my faith to any extent or, or completely, that they would say, well, you know... <laughs> There's, there's aspects of this that we like. It's a reminder of what I grew up with. It's a reminder that, that there may be some higher ideals that we can all share about mm. love, about self-sacrificing love. Ideas that people of all faith and none can share. And I think we'll be in a really good place and as a society when we can recognize that we will have different views and values about the ultimate meaning of life, but we can somehow tolerate to hear and see each other's expressions of our values. I think that would be a good place rather than a kind of a fragmented power struggle between people of different ideas and values. We've just got confirmation from RTE. The Angelus won't be broadcast tonight on RTE 1 but it will be broadcast on RTE 2. So they've decided that they're not going to repeat what happened last night and there'll be no Angelus. It won't be an RTE 1 because they've got rolling coverage. Joe Biden actually while we speak as well has just arrived at Leinster House. So that rolling coverage will continue on RTE 1 but they're going to broadcast Gillian the Angelus on RTE 2 television instead. Well, I will look forward to seeing what the TV ratings um, on Network 2 or RT2 will, will be this evening to see how many people are actually so dedicated to watching it that they will switch over. I mean, RT, I presume, have succumbed to perhaps to some pressure today. Um, I know that it's an ongoing debate and has been for some years. Um, and I hope that over time that they will actually consider um, removing of, removing it from the airwaves so that as a, our national broadcaster that it does I wonder, speak to all citizens. I wonder like, if the contention is they have come under some pressure. I don't I think the ghost of John Charles McQuaid has come back. So who who would be applying that pressure? 
Um, sometimes there can be political pressure in in the background. I mean, I, I don't know. Perhaps they've been looking at some of the commentary on social media today. I mean, there's mixed views across it. They're probably um, listening to news talk. I mean, if I worked in RTE, I'd be listening to news that's talk. That's probably it. They're listening to myself and Ronan being interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> Gillian, say, go on. Sorry, I'd Ronan. Say they're trying to take the temperature of the nation and they're saying, yeah, most people still like this and cherish it in some way. You know, rock on. Well, 087-1400-106 is the number if people want to share their views. Uh, Gillian Brennan is the CEO of the Humanist Association of Ireland, Ronan Mullen, Independent Senator. Folks, thanks a million uh, for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.